Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. National Brownie Day today. Hello, everyone. I hope you get baking, and hopefully it's delicious. If you don't have someone that can bake brownies for you, and you yourself are shitty in the kitchen, then there's many, many bakeries out there that will gladly sell you a brownie. Yes, there are. If there's no nuts in it, you're not doing it right, just so you know. And I Um, think those are all the hot takes I have on brownies. I, I don't hate a nut. I don't hate a nut, but I don't like it mixed in. I don't mind it on top. Like, I, I'd rather just sprinkle the nut on the top so I know where the nuts are. I need to see the nuts at all times. I don't, I don't, I don't like being surprised by nuts while I'm eating something because it's a texture difference for me. So if it's a nice, consistent, brownie texture and then boom, you got a walnut or whatever the fuck people put in it. I don't like that, actually. So I'm anti-nut inside the brownie batter, but I'm totally cool with it as long as it's sprinkled up on top. That's so funny. You'd be quite surprised if there was nuts. Like, ooh, ooh, oh no. It it throws up my whole day. (laughs) I ate a brownie today and there was walnuts in it. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, you know what I wanted to, (laughs) I was on the 401 last night and most things about Christmas are so wholesome and pure and they're beautiful and they bring families together and friends and so much more. Mm-hmm. But there's one that I don't get. I don't understand one aspect of the holidays and frankly, it's time that somebody put this out there. You people. Yeah, you people. And I'm saying this with a very waggy finger here. That like to put up that thing on your car with the elves' legs dangling out of the trunk? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? I can't think of a more morbid Christmas display than the thought of a dead elf hanging out the back of your car. You don't know it's dead. It might be very well alive. It's magical. Cat, if I put your legs dangling out of the trunk, but your body inside the trunk and close the door, you'd be dead too. That's a dead fucking elf that you're driving down the highway with. Like, <laughs> look at this. Is it just the, the, is it the elf, the dead elf? Or what about this? Because I saw this the other day, the reindeer antlers coming out of the windows. You know, you, you can roll up things on a window, car flags, all that kind of thing. If you haven't seen it before, I think most people have around here. There's reindeer antlers. So do you do you dislike that or you just dislike the whole elf thing because it's like a dead elf? It's basically. a dead okay, elf. Yeah. What if, what yeah. are you supposed to tell your kids? <gasps> Mommy, look, I think there's an elf trying to get out of that car. It's okay, uh, no. darling. They're already dead at this point. Don't worry about it. <laughs> there's nothing we can do, sweetheart. Not even Santa can save that elf. I'm sorry. They're dead. <laughs> That's what happens to bad little kids at Christmas, you little fucker. So why don't you just <laughs> learn something? <laughs> He was obviously an elf on the shelf that turned into a narc, so they had to get rid of him. Oh. Snitches get stitches. Seriously, I was watching this fucking thing, and the legs are flapping around in the wind, and it was snowing, and I thought, I can't think of many things more morbid or miserable than an what looks like a decapitated fucking elf hanging out the back of the car. Who put that on there and thought, oh, that's now it's Christmas. Did, did you smile at least or did, you, did it make you laugh or no, you just hated it? I think I was doing a sideways glance and I was like, mm. why would somebody do that and yeah. think it's a good idea? But you know what? There's a lot of things that, that come out around Christmas time and for a retailer or a manufacturer, sometimes lightning strikes. 
and you'll get all kinds of sales like all these people that like a half of an elf, the bottom half of an elf to dangle out the back of their car. <laughs> Somebody made a lot of money off that ridiculous yeah. idea. Yes, they did. And what do you think is going to happen with the people who invented this new ugly Christmas sweater that you posted at scottandcat.ca? I love it. And there's already knockoffs, as you can imagine, because they're sold out, Scott. They're sold out. Really? Yeah. So the purpose of the ugly Christmas sweater... It's a QR code for your vaccine. So if you're fumbling around trying to find the QR code on your phone, or I don't know, some people print it off. Okay, so you're trying to find that. Ah, great solution. Why don't I just have a sweater that has my QR code on it, and they can just scan my sweater. So that was the idea, and they made it an ugly Christmas sweater, so it's you know complete with the ugly patterns and everything else. And it's yeah, it's sold out. They don't they 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 can't even produce uh, enough for Christmas time right now. But there's other companies, I think, on Etsy that are willing to do it for you. You just got to give them your QR code and boom, you're good to go. Oh, look at us sharing our personal health information again (laughs) with strangers. Look at that. Here's my QR code. Go ahead and have yourself a night out in a restaurant. (laughs) Go to a sporting event. It's got to match up to your ID. You still need to carry your ID with you. You know, the, the thought of putting the QR code on an ugly Christmas sweater, it is kind of funny. It's, and it's cute. perfect for 2021, but I'm thinking to myself, I am so fucking fat sometimes that they would have to, like, back up to get a wider <laughs> angle on the camera. <laughs> are you here for only the salad bar, sir? Or <laughs> Funny, your QR code says you only get veggies and a small salad with no dressing. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Why would they put that on there? <laughs> my dimensions don't exactly facilitate having a QR code on the on the clothing. I don't think it's going to work. Put it on my jeans. Yeah. Huh? Put it right on the ass. How about that? Make yeah, it really, yeah, you scan really uncomfortable. Watch this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Make it really uncomfortable for everybody around you. Like, here it is. Yeah, right there. Has anybody had it tattooed? Yeah, I'm sure somebody has, yeah. I'm sure somebody has. Those tattoo QR codes are really hit and miss. I hear some of them actually work and some of them, nah, not good. It probably depends on the tattoo artist. And it's got to be really, Pre- really precise. precise. Yeah. Oh, can I give a mention for my tattoo guy? Because I'm going to see him again on Tuesday. Sure. The other Jesse Smith on Instagram. The other Jesse Smith. Look him up. This guy does such fan-fucking-tastic work. And he's got a couple of pictures of the what he's doing on my arm right now up there. It's a work in, in progress. Tuesday will be three-quarters of the way done. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll show you when it's done. And, right. it, and it stops bleeding. Um, <laughs> it's important. <laughs> hey, look at my bloody arm. <laughs> Underneath there is something beautiful. It's a tattoo of an elf ass hanging out the car, huh? You like that? <laughs> While we're talking about products and and lightning striking, and sometimes you get lucky and get that million-dollar idea that takes off. Barefoot Wines, which I wouldn't drink with your mouth, has now partnered with Oreo to create the Oreo-flavored red wine. (laughs) Wait, what's your beef with with Barefoot? Have you even had it before? Yeah. Oh, you have. I have had Barefoot. I don't know if I've had their red before. I think I've had, I've had, I feel like I have had it before and I didn't love it, honestly, to be honest, but it's a discount wine for a reason, isn't it? Okay. I don't know. It's It's a California grape. I thought that all, I guess I know all, not all grapes are the exact same, but I figure like it's the region where a lot of other popular wines are grown. Why is this different? Why? I guess it's the process. I'm not really sure. I mean, Mm, most things that come into Napa or Sonoma are good, but barefoot it wasn't for me, and maybe now it will be that they've done this. They've taken away all their 
wine taste, and they've infused it with Oreo Thin cookies to create what they call the Oreo Thin Red Blend. Oh. They start selling it on their website tomorrow. That's the Barefoot website, barefootwine.com slash Oreo Thins. You can also sign up to be notified when it officially goes on sale. So you have to get two bottles. Two bottles of this shit. They also ship you a pack of Oreo Thins. I'm trying to figure out what red wine with icing and chocolate burnt cookie would taste like. But, I mean, (laughs) dark chocolate and red wine are a great combination. Why couldn't this be one? I'm curious to try it. I would try it. I think I would, too. And normally I'm staunchly opposed to this sort of shit. But in this case... Maybe they're on to something. They wouldn't put out a product that they know tastes like trash. You don't think so? No, because people would figure it out. All it takes is one or two people to try it. They get that one-star review on Google, and boom, party's over. Mm -hmm. In this case, they might be on to something. The fact that they've gone with Oreo Thins instead of like a double-stuffed tells me it's going to be subtle. I just want to know, if I get that little sip of red wine on my tongue... Is anything about that taste going to scream Oreo cookie? Yeah. Because some wines, the tenants are amazing. Other wines, they say, oh, it's got hints of hazelnut and vanilla. And I think to myself, (laughs) where? In this bottle? What were you on when you wrote this description? I've been there too. I've been there. I bought things based on the description. I'm the type that does look at that because I don't like to see certain words. If certain words are in it, I'm not fucking buying it. Yeah. I mean, and, and we all know what we like. Sometimes we're open to trying something new. Typically, if it's somebody else's wine, we'll try it. But I mean, if it tastes like something that... They pulled out of the trash at the park and mixed with some grapes. I don't know that you want to drink that. Nobody does. No. They'll do well with this, though. Yeah, I think so, too. Twenty four ninety nine a bottle to get your Oreo Thin Barefoot Red Wine. It's a good gift. Like, imagine getting that as a gift. That's fucking cool. Do you drink it, though, or do you just hang on to it? And like, hey, I got a bottle of the Oreo Thins. I mean, I personally, I'm pouring a glass right there. Like, I will try it right there. No problem. What if it is that good? Will you try and order more, or yeah. are you quite content with having had one? Yeah, if it's really good, i got to check the label and figure out what exactly is in it, because I don't fucking know what is in it. <laughs> and I do like to know that. Uh, we should tell you, uh, before we talk about the holidays a little bit, and then we're going to talk about some uh, COVID shit, because the modeling data came out yesterday, and I'm a little concerned about something that happened in the legislature. But first, it works. It finally fucking works. Yay, everybody. The phones in the After 9 podcast studio now work. We had these installed a while ago, and then there was an issue, whereas we didn't know our own phone number. <laughs> it's a really complicated story. There's a, re- there's a reason why, but well, just that's the truth. In all fairness, a lot of people don't know their own phone number. <laughs> it's just in their phone. Everybody else knows it. It's fine. So in this case, I think we're going to leave the phones open most days from about 9.45 till shortly after 10 a.m. And you can reach us. You ready to save this number? 519-772-4684. 519-772-4684 is the phone number for the After 9 Podcast Studio. Now, we do this podcast live five days a week. We're in studio from around 9.35 until 10.30 
If you want to reach us, the number during a taping is 519-772-4684. Did I need to say that three times? No. Uh, you could have rewound. Uh, I yeah, know that. I'm fully easy. aware that you could have rewound. There's a 15-second go back button. We also tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> but fine. Say it again. Uh, every now and again, I still blend those radio and podcast rules together. We joke a lot about how being with family for the holidays is stressful. And it is for some people. There's some people that are forced to hang out with some relatives that they don't really fucking like. But as it turns out, well, I mean, it's true. Everybody's got that one family member where they think, oh, Christmas is going to be great, but aunt whoever is going to be there. Right. And that's unfortunate. Two-thirds of adults say spending quality time with their family, including the extended family, is the best part of the holidays. Does that include in-laws? I mean, I think so. That would, would Oh, extended? Is that what you mean? Like the word extended? extended? I don't know if they're necessarily extended unless you live far away from them. Are we talking cousins that aren't really your cousins? It's just your parents get along and shit like that? Probably. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have a ton of people I'm going to see this Christmas, to be honest with you. It's going to be basically immediate family and their families. 68% say they're more excited about the gifts we're giving than the ones we will receive. It does seem like people are going all out. The stores are jammed right now. Even during the day, stores are busy. 57% say they're planning to give more gifts than usual this year, and we're giving them to more people. Did everybody get a raise? What happened? I thought the economy was bad. Maybe we just, we probably saved up. Last year, nobody probably gave anything because you didn't see as many people last year at Christmas, right? This year's the year where you actually see people. Maybe that's why more people are getting together with people they haven't seen in like two years now. Two-thirds of people saying are saying they're going all out with their decorations this year. I can see that. It seems like there's a lot of lights. And 46% say they own at least one special ornament that's been passed down from parents or grandparents. Is that the pickle? What, what, what is the, the ornament that's been passed down? <laughs> I didn't even know about the pickle thing until last year. And I, was it you that told me about it? Or was I, it Dave? I, no, not I, because I, I forget what the pickle even is. I just said it. We just talked about it this morning. I already forget. They, you, there's a special pickle ornament. <laughs> right. And you hang the pickle uh-huh. on the tree somewhere. Okay. And whoever finds the pickle first gets an additional present, like a bonus present. Oh. If we're going to make a competition at a Christmas, I'm fucking here for it. Let's do it. You should uh, ask your mom, where's the pickle? You're having Christmas at your mom. I mean, you're living at your mom's for, for Christmas until your house is ready. My mom's more sarcastic than I am. She'd probably say, get the fuck out of here. What, <laughs> what a pickle. Just, what do you want a gift? Fine. Here, here's 50 bucks. Go buy yourself something. <laughs> get out of here. Um, let's talk a little bit about what happened yesterday. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? Before we get to that, I, I want to do one more thing. Open Table has revealed the top 100 Canadian restaurants for 2021. Is Open Table in Ontario or are they a Western Canada company? Because I'm looking at it and there's a lot of Alberta and BC restaurants on this list. Oh. This appears to me to be less Ontario restaurants than at any other time before. Yeah. It's quite possible more West Coast restaurants are on it, period. I'm not sure if where it comes from, like where they originate, where their headquarters are. But it seems that way. Okay, so for example, where we do our radio show in Kitchener-Waterloo, only one restaurant in this massive area, which is full of great restaurants, made the top 100 in Canada. That was Dell's Italian Kitchen. 
I was just there. I was just there like a week ago. Hmm. Blue Ristorante in Toronto is on here. Mm-hmm. Cafe. I got to swing around so I don't get a glare on this computer. Cafe Boulad in Toronto. I've never even heard of that one. Canoe. Uh, Charisma in Toronto is on here. Kitchener, Dell's. I'm trying to find the Ontario restaurants. Fishbone Kitchen and Bar in Aurora. Okay. Oh, cool. I love seafood restaurants. I would go there for that. Fishbone. The Good Earth Vineyard and Winery in Beamsville. It is amazing how many restaurants that are inside wineries made the top 100 in Canada this year. Uh, I think the top one that I saw was the one at Two Sisters Vineyard. That restaurant is supposed to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. The keg, multiple locations across Canada. See, would you put the keg in the top 100 restaurants in the country? And, and nothing against the keg. The food's great. It's consistent. It's always good. But the keg is a franchise. They're everywhere. They're all the sure. same. It's kind of like High's made the list, too. And so did Earl's. It's all franchised out. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can really, truly say that. Well, there are some that are OGs, though. The keg, to me, as an example, and Earl's is actually one that I can think of, too, it's like an OG choice, and you're right. It's consistency. You go there, you know exactly what you're going to get. The atmosphere is good. Like, everything about it is good. In Oakville, Oliver's Steakhouse. I've been there. I don't want to shit on any restaurant because I know that restaurants have had a time. It, it's been brutal for the last two years. I found Oliver's maybe on the high side of average, but on the very expensive side of what I'm willing to pay. Gotcha. Sophia in Toronto is on here. Terra Restaurant in Thornhill made the list. Trius Winery in Niagara on the Lake. Oh, Trius is fun. Victoria's Restaurant in Hamilton. And then all the rest are in BC. Oh, Valley Restaurant from St. Catharines also made the list. I put the whole thing up there at scottandcat.ca if you want to read it. One of the great things about this list is they found that more and more people are making dinner reservations now than any other month this year. No good. That's good. Weird timing, though, with Omicron out. You'd think that it would have died mm. off a little bit. Oh, the restaurants are so safe, though. How many times have we said it? I feel so safe at restaurants. I totally agree with you. I feel safe there, too. In fact, I find the rules in restaurants are a little over the top. It really doesn't make a lot of sense to me that I have to put on a mask to walk from here to the bathroom when there's nobody around me. I, I thought the mask was just for protection for me when I can't physically distance. If I'm physically distanced, what difference does it make? Um, New Year's Eve apparently is going to be quite popular this year. They say they've already had a lot of reservations for New Year's Eve. Hey, we have a call. You want to take it? Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Oh, hello. Who are you? <laughs> it's Mr. D. How are you? Hey, ah, Mr. D. What's up, buddy? I was going to say, when did the After 9 become a call-in show? You know what? It's Funny something- you ask. Mr. D, for those who don't know, is an exceptional syndicated radio personality. He is on all across Ontario on great radio stations. He's got Turn It Up, uh, a mix show that he does, and he is calling into the podcast. And what did you call for? You wanted to know why we're taking calls? You called to find out why we're taking calls? <laughs> I was just surfing on Twitter, and then all of a sudden it's just like, uh, yeah, give us the call, and I'm just like, since when does this happen? And <laughs> one great thing is about being, uh, you know, uh, on vacation this week. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm on the couch surfing along. I'm like, I'm going to call these guys. Oh my say, gosh, What's up? what? <laughs> okay, so we were just talking about you on the radio the other day, by the way, because we had mentioned oh, what I do now. It was. <laughs> 
we were we were talking about your birthday. How was your birthday weekend? And is this an extension of your birthday? Like we noticed that you're you're just taking some time off. Is that just to recoup? Uh, a little from column A, a little from okay. column B. So, right. so you, you guys know the term when it comes to our managers, when it comes to vacation time, use it or lose it. So it's like, you know what? Um, the week is open, and it's like, yeah, I'm giving myself a present, giving myself a week off. So, But I'm still checking emails. So, so you're never really off. You guys know that. What are you, a 20-year-old so. girl? You're taking a week off for your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I like it. I'm here for it, D. I'm here for it. D, Thank since, you, Kat. I appreciate the support. <laughs> since we have you on, we are going to talk about Google. Do you want to join us for this? It's Google's yeah. uh, top Canadian searches in 2021. Did you have a chance to check? The, uh, you're not working, so I assume you didn't check this out yet. No, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I'm always serving around, so I'll probably stumble upon it. But what do you got? You probably will. I'm. Uh, some of the stuff is surprising. Some of it, not so much. But they've revealed our top searches in Canada uh, top searched the NBA of all the sh- of all the shit happening in the world in 2021 <laughs> in Canada. What's going on with the NBA? Uh, I I guess I mean everybody knew with Raptor fever from going back before 2019, and you know yep. basketball is yep. massive in this country now. TV ratings are through the roof. Um, and then uh, honestly, always so you think about it, and you know everyone's still dealing with COVID and NBA players not being vaccinated. You know, people are wondering at what, what happened with like Kyrie Irving, and you know he's still not vaccinated. Andrew Wiggins, who plays for the Warriors and is a Canadian, uh, he was uh, not vaccinated for a long time, and um, and people want to know what's just mm-hmm. going on. You know, not just with COVID involving basketball, but basketball period. So I'm actually not overly surprised by that. There you go. Uh, NHL was number two for those wondering. COVID vaccine near me, number three. Four, <laughs> four is Euro 2021. We like sports. Five is AMC stock, followed by GME stock, followed by Bitcoin price, followed by Gabby Petito, DMX, and Squid Game in the top 10 overall most searched in Canada. Wow, that's crazy. And TMX was early in the early in the year when he uh, passed away. So, yeah. wow. That's 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 insane. Crazy. All right, Mr. D, thank you for calling in to After 9. We appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Love you guys. Now you know and the I number. Just- you can call us anytime. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it. I'll uh, I'll put it in the um, in the address book, and uh, yeah, I'll give you guys a haul again sometime, or at some point, I wake up at some point and just be like, "Hi, here's coffee. One's after nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, buddy. Bye, guys. Take care, D. Again, you can reach us anytime during a taping at five one nine seven seven two forty six eighty four. So yesterday, they released that new modeling data, cat. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you what the numbers are. And we're going to see how long you go without calling bullshit. Although I don't even know if I'm going to call bullshit. I don't know if we can call bullshit because there's a lot of unknowns. But Ontario's pandemic advisors predict case counts will rise to 3,000 cases a day within the next month. And that's without accounting for the Omicron variant. Mm. So they're saying that even with no Omicron, January, we would hit 3,000 cases a day. I don't know. I, don't I mean, we know. were going over a thousand cases a day. We did it three days in a row, but the last three days have all been under a thousand. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. They, it's always higher. It always seems higher than what we end up getting. Oh, yeah. They're also saying that even though 90% of the population is vaccinated, ICUs could become overrun. Close to 400 COVID 19 patients in intensive care. That's more than double 
the 165 in intensive care we have right now. Yeah, I mean, you don't like hearing stuff like that because hospitalizations, you want to keep low. Like for me, that's what matters the most is how are the how's the ICU looking? How's everybody looking there? How, how could that happen if just this week the Toronto Public Health came out and said, oh, no, 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 no. Forget what you've heard. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. The number of breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people that ended up in the ICU is extremely, extremely small. Mm-hmm. OK, well, if if we take that at, at face value and if 90 percent of the population is vaccinated, I truly don't understand how we even could hit 400 people in the ICU at a time. It doesn't make sense to me unless they know something we don't. And I firmly believe there's a lot of shit they know that we don't. You think so? Yeah, I do actually, because there's a lot of stuff unfolding here that wasn't hard to predict, but a lot of it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. For example, yesterday... I uh, I don't really have a whole lot of time for the new blue party. That's the spinoff of people that got kicked out of the conservative party. Jeez, <laughs> come on. But uh, uh, one of the founding members, Cambridge MPP Belinda Carajalios, was ordered by the Speaker of the House yesterday to leave the chamber over her vax status. And the Speaker, I think it's still Ted Arnott that's the Speaker. I've met Ted a few times. He seems like a nice guy. He says... That she tested positive last month. He doesn't think she's vaccinated or she hasn't submitted her vax status. Uh -uh. So he said she had to leave. Told her twice to leave and then warned her. Leave. What, were they going to call in the sergeant at arms and have her fucking arrested? This is a duly elected member of government. So I don't know how that was going to go down if she hadn't left, but she did leave. And then she pointed out, yes, she, like, Tens of thousands of other Canadians did test positive. That was in November. Since then, she's gone and been cleared by Waterloo Region Public Health, where she lives. Okay. So she went to Queen's Park yesterday, and she did what you have to do. She produced a negative test. Took the test, came back negative. She should be fine. That's somebody in the legislature that we can say does not have COVID-19. She had it a month ago. And she's tested positive now. So with her natural immunity, the fact that she and is uh, negative tested. Yep. I mean, we don't know if Doug Ford has COVID. Doug could be running around Queens Park spreading COVID everywhere. Christine Elliott could be spreading COVID everywhere. Even though they're fully vaccinated. We saw them get vaccinated on TV. They could be spreading it. Belinda wasn't spreading it yesterday. She had a test to prove she was negative And she already had it a month ago. I can't figure out why they would kick her out of the legislature for this. Is it truly just because they don't like that she didn't take the shot? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That, that's what it sounds like to me. You know, we have this uh, system of government here where we all go every four years and we, we write a name on a piece of paper and stick it in a box and somebody counts it up and whoever had the most names wins. Mm-hmm. And then they go and represent us and our area at whatever level of government it is. Federally, they go to Ottawa. Provincially, they go to Toronto at Queen's Park. I have a real hard time with politicians overruling the public. The public sent Belinda to Queen's Park to represent them. And I don't know how the public feels about Belinda now, but at at the last election, they liked her and they voted for her. They sent her there to represent them. I don't know that the speaker can kick them out arbitrarily, especially when there's a good reason for that. That seems bizarre to me, Kat. I I really can't figure out where they're coming from on that. 
I really can't. I, I don't know either. I, I can tell you, but I can. I, what I, I do get from based on what we know is that, yeah, they don't like that she didn't get vexed. She was about to ask the premier a question right before this happened. What was the question? Well, anyway. now we'll never fucking know. <laughs> I kind of want to know what the question was. Okay, because if they, because she had started, maybe, maybe we need to know what that question is because maybe that's really what it comes down to. They also announced yesterday, Dr. Kieran came out and, uh, Dr. Kieran Moore. He came out yesterday and he uh, announced that the reopening plans on pause because of Omicron. So the only stuff that's not open right now is the strip clubs, the nightclubs, and what they call high-risk settings. I actually don't have a problem with them keeping the clubs and the strip clubs closed. I am very pro open it up and people who feel safe should go and people who don't feel safe shouldn't go. And uh, unless there's an actual problem, like we're seeing a lot of cases linked to something specific, a specific activity, I, I think it should be open. In this case, I really don't see what good could come from 2,000 people jammed into Rebel with no masks, no distancing, alcohol flowing everywhere, watching a band perform. I'm sorry, that doesn't seem safe to me. And I don't know what Rebel has done. Maybe they're leaders in nightclub anti-COVID technology. It just seems like a dangerous situation that I personally wouldn't, wouldn't put myself wouldn't in. Be. Yeah, that's I, I hear you because I personally wouldn't do it myself. But there's people that will. There's people that are. There's already people doing yeah. it. The smaller clubs, the loungy ones... You got to know which door to knock on, that sort of shit. They're all packed. Open up your Instagram on a Saturday night. You see how many people are at clubs oh, yeah. and stuff. It's crazy. So for them to, they can't really say we shut down the nightclubs because there's a lot of them that are open and operating. And some people are just playing starting their own nightclubs, mm-hmm. more or less. Basically. Uh, what else can we tell you today? Yesterday, Amazon's cloud service network suffered a major outage, disrupting access to many popular websites, including Amazon's own. By or Amazon's own e-commerce site. Mm-hmm. Amazon was down yesterday at Christmas. I know. I don't. I don't. Know. I didn't know that. Well, I knew something was up, but I had no idea they were linked. But Tim Hortons, the app didn't work, and they were saying it was like that for a while. Are they on there too? I think they're on there too. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't figure out what was going on because there was a couple of times when I tried to open the app just so I could get my points, and I actually pay on the app, and I couldn't do either. Yeah. I had to pull out my fucking debit card. Oh, my To pay gosh. for a coffee. Ugh, it's Fuck. unbelievable. I hate paying for stuff. But somebody. <laughs> you pay for, do you feel like you're not paying for it when you're using your phone? Hey, listen, if I hand over cash, I paid for it. My phone, eh, we can deal with that in 30 days. <laughs> that's troublesome, Scott. <laughs> I'm just, look, I'm not, that's I troublesome. I know. It's so bad. But apparently, like, the ordering screens at McDonald's and stuff were wiped out because of this outage at Amazon. Wow. We can't have everybody on the same network, guys. We can't. It happens so many times, right? But I mean... Different places. This is small. Okay, so the ordering screen at McDonald's didn't work. Oh, you couldn't get your Tim's reward points. Oh, you couldn't buy anything on Amazon for a couple of hours. Amazon being down at Christmas, that probably cost them a lot of money, but okay, shit happens. Yeah. But I mean, Amazon's right up there, pretty close to like GoDaddy. Hosting most of the yeah. ep- the websites in the world. Yeah. What the fuck are we going to do if something happens there? We can't have everybody on the same platform. We've got to spread it out a little bit so that if the ordering window is down at McDonald's, you can still go to Burger King. Not everybody can be on the same platform or this shit happens. What a catastrophe it would be if they took out a big one. I mean, Amazon, that was pretty big yesterday. 
but there are bigger out there. And if something goes down, we're all fucked. We are. <laughs> oh, fuck. I and I don't mean fucked think... and then I really wouldn't need a Big Mac and I can't get one. No, I just mean overall. There's a lot of shit saved in the cloud. Sure there is. Yeah, I guess you, but they, I don't know. I, I, I assume it'll happen. Is that weird for me? I assume shit's going to happen from time to time. It does kind of seem like uh, something's going on. There's uh, a lot of phishing attacks and cyber things. attacks the Facebook lately. Thing, don't forget, not long ago, now Meta, but Facebook was down for a while too. Now that was a weird situation because they had to try to get back into their own security because their security was so tight that they actually couldn't even get back into it. Which, which is kind of funny when you think about it that Do you way. buy that story? Because I still think they're selling us a bunch of I shit. I don't know. I, I, I mean, do I trust Mark Zuckerberg? No. Do I believe in that particular case that that's what happened? Yes. And that's only because I've spoken with people who know a lot about it. Computer engineers, actually. In fact, my brother particularly, who knows a lot about that kind of thing, that was like, well, let me tell you. And he told me, and I was like, wow, okay. Now I understand. A pilot from the U.S. Navy claims he saw... An entire fleet of UFOs flying over the Pacific Ocean. See, and if you had said that 10 years ago, people would be like, you're nuts. Now I'm like, yeah, and what's the story? We know. The pilot says he captured a few seconds of video footage, and in the clip, you can see three rows of lights, some of them with four dots, some of them with three. At one point, the highest dot fades and is replaced by the lower one. Then eventually they all disappear from view. Hmm. The pilot says he was flying over the Pacific and he had no idea what else the lights could be other than some unknown flying object phenomenon. Flying in formation. In the pilot, you can hear the, sorry, in the video, you can hear the pilot say, I don't know what that is, but that is some weird shit. That is something <laughs> weird flying. I love that. That's that's the last thing you want to hear back too. It's like some weird shit's going on. Like, uh oh. When the U.S. Navy's like, that's some weird shit. I don't know. That freaks me out. Mm-hmm. So, we mentioned this on our FM radio show today, and somebody DM'd me with a fantastic question: Why would aliens need the lights on the front of their their ships? What do they need lights for? They probably don't need to illuminate the path in front of them. They can probably do just fine with the navigational tools that they have. So that is, how do you know that those are lights? You, the, you assume, you assume or, or some people are assuming, that the light is a light is a light, like the, what we know on Earth. It's not a light. It's probably something else. It's probably some kind of an X-ray thing they've figured out. Because they're, prob- they're definitely smarter than us. I mean, they found us. They've been watching us for a while. We're just a good episode of Desperate Housewives to them. You That's think what so? we are. Oh, they're keeping us around for entertainment because we're fucked. Like humans are fucked. I have no doubt in my mind of all of the potential beings out there in the universe, we're probably some of the most fucked. I mean, we're screwing ourselves over the planet along with it. We're basically burning ourselves alive very, 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 very slowly. We're probably a good show to watch. But they're going to hover down every now and again and check us out. And more recently, they've been sniffing around a little bit more. I say sniff. Maybe they don't have a nose. We've had these conversations before. It's high, it's high talk. But how, how do they know who to watch? I mean, you can't watch all six billion people at once. Oh, you can when you have access to all of the cameras that, that, that we have on Earth. You think that- They've figured all that shit out. Do you think that they're at all impressed by the celebrity aspect of it all? Do you think they're watching like fucking Kim Kardashian wandering around doing her daily routine? Like when we don't see Kim, she's doing regular people shit. She's in the shower washing her boobs and and she's doing laundry and stuff. Do you think they're actually watching a day of Kim Kardashian? 
You're assuming Kim Kardashian isn't one of them. Fuck me, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. She could be one of you them. You never know. Huh. Disguise. I never thought of that. Yeah, no, I think that we're just a really good, we're, we're interesting to them. Maybe in a bad way. Probably in a bad way. But Probably in a bad way. There's not a lot to brag about here. I mean, no. we just talked about it. There's people driving around with dead elves hanging out the back of their yes, fucking car. Right? We've got a Blue Origin big cock going up into space. They're probably looking at that and being like, is that a human dick? No, it's not a human dick. It's a spaceship. That's definitely a human dick, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, that crazy son of a bitch, did that. Really? <laughs> Fuck, that guy's great. Do you think they're watching like the White House thinking... Does that president sleep like 20 hours a day? What yeah. the fuck? This is their leader. He's always sleeping. <laughs> Why is he such a close talker? It's weird. Don't they have a, like a pandemic happening there? I know you think so. You know what? Go to that camera in California. I think that asshole's going to mix an Oreo cookie with some red wine. <laughs> Zoom in on that. Florida's its own channel. Like just the 24-7. It's like the CNN of the alien world. That's just a Florida 24-7. That's the good shit right there. Somewhere there's a bunch of aliens that are fucking addicted. They're binge watching Florida all day. Like, I need some fucking help here. I want to turn it off, but I can't. Like somebody just used a flamethrower on somebody else that parked on his lawn. It's fucked up, dude. Fucked up. You got to watch this. Somewhere deep in Texas is the TLC of their of their shows. Mm. Like they like to watch that shit. It's good. I like it. <laughs> what would they say if they watched your channel for a while? Oh, they'd be probably bored. Bored? I don't know. Wouldn't they be bored? They'd actually they'd be like, "Wow, that bitch is onto us." Ah, they wouldn't watch you because they think, eh, I don't think she likes us that much. Fuck her. She's always talking I shit. I like them. I'm not talking shit about them. I'm the one saying they're here. They've been watching. Don't be surprised when you hear more and more of these stories. It's just a matter of when they come. There would be a Scott channel too in Alien World? I don't know if we'd each have our own channel or like our, our areas that have a channel. It's hard to say, right? But they would be able to like watch what's going on. Access like, oh, it. that guy touches himself a lot. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> I think his dick might fall off soon. <laughs> Somebody should warn that guy. You know, he'll go blind if he doesn't, <laughs> if he keeps that shit up. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard that on the TLC channel yeah, in Texas. That's right. Uh, 772-4684 is the number to reach us during any live taping. I I think probably from 945 till 1005 each day, we'll leave the lines open. And whether it's the big story of the day or you have questions, you need advice, you want to talk about COVID, you want to talk about restaurants or whatever, you can call in anytime uh, to the After 9 podcast. That's it for us. We will have a brand new episode coming out tomorrow. Anything else we got to cover here? Well, we should mention too, and keep stay tuned for more announcements because very soon we're going to have the ability where you, let's say you can't call us live at that time. You work or you're doing something and you, you catch this on the weekends. You catch it when you're drunk at night by yourself. We love that. Yeah. Soon we're going to have a voicemail put in for you guys too. So we'll let you know more details about that. Hopefully tomorrow, but at some point this week, we're hoping that we're going to be able to give you details so you can call us anytime. But we're probably going to put you on if it's good shit. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody has to understand that if you phone us, Mm -hmm. we're going to use it likely on air or in the podcast. If you leave us a message, we might use it. 
if you're drunk or say dumb things, we're probably going to shit on you a little bit. That's just the way life works. We're your buddies and we are going to shit on you. That's right. That's what we're here for. But if you need good advice, you should probably talk to a trusted friend first and then we'll tell you what we think you should do. (laughs) Ask yourselves, have you run out of options? Ask Scott and Kat. Uh, Hello, Scott and Kat. I'm thinking about getting one of those elves that dangles out the back of the truck. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. You morbid son of a bitch. I'm buying you one. I'm going to put one. I'm going to steal your car keys one morning and I'm going to put one in the back of truck. And then you probably aren't even going to notice you're going to be that guy. Because you probably wouldn't even look, would you? I'm doing it. We should, no, we should do that to Dave. Oh, do it to Dave. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah we should do that. You're giving me some great ideas for the holiday. <laughs> He'd be the elf guy and he had no idea. People are behind him like, cool, man. He'll be like, what are they fucking talking about? Cool elf. Have a great uh, Wednesday. Can you believe it's only Wednesday, no, by the way? No. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll string something together for you tomorrow, guys. Have a good one. We'll catch you back here soon. Bye. In a new survey, 70% of American dog owners say that their dog overeats during the holidays. Then their dogs are like, it's called seasonal depression, and telling everyone is not helping. <laughs> you know your dog overeats when he drops an Alka-Seltzer in the toilet bowl before drinking, you know? More than 30 people recently spent the night at an Ikea in Denmark after a snowstorm stranded them at the store. And then they were stranded another night because they couldn't find the exit. Well, this is going viral. China's moon rover spotted a mysterious cube-shaped object on the moon's surface. And everyone on the internet is trying to figure out what it is. And if there's anyone who knows the truth, it's random people on the internet. <laughs> you have the same internet that couldn't figure out the color of a dress. Investment manager Peter Lynch will donate more than $20 million worth of art to his alma mater, Boston College's Art Museum. Lynch hopes the donation will help Bostonians learn to correctly pronounce the word art. <laughs> no, that's art. That's art, bro. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.